Welcome back, everybody. That is right. You're listening to the number one podcast show on Spotify in Malaysia. As according to us only. <laughs> we got a special guest, but before we get to him, we need to introduce our host. My name is Ginny Boy, and on my left... Hi, guys. I'm Shu Fei. And I'm Batman. What? Hi, my name is Ryan. Oh, ba- <laughs> Batman? You want to do the whole show with that voice? No. Why not? Because I'm going to get a sore throat at the end. At least you know. All right. Thank you very much. Today, we want to say thank you to our sponsors. These guys, we've been working with them for quite a while. You know, these guys are very, very nice. Uh, you know, at one point in time, they were stalking our Instagram pictures. They realized, hey, you guys are losing weight. Huh? Let me fatten you up a bit. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by Da Makan. All right. Da Makan is actually an app uh, that you can actually use to order your food. And these guys can deliver to your doorstep and wherever you are. And there's a menu that you can choose from. You want to be healthy? Got also. You want to be a little bit naughty? Got also. So, <laughs> Shufi does a lot of this, right? Yeah, you and I. I eat it like at least once a week. Really? No, I think it's very good for uh, it's, it's, it's pasta healthy. season. So like, you know, if you want to get your food right on time, you can just order early. Oh, yeah. And get it delivered. So when you book up pasta, bam, they got food for you to eat already. Oh, to all of our Perfect. listeners who are listening who are actually uh, fasting this month, we want to say selamat berpuasa. Ah, make sure you're all nice, nice. Okay, when you book up Wasa, invite us as well. <laughs> but today's show is brought to you by Damakan. If you want to get 12 ringgit off your first purchase of Damakan, all right, you can use this code. It's called Be Tasty Mama. That is after Mama sessions. It's B E T A S T Y M A M A K. Okay, for all you cheapskates out there who cannot afford to pay full price, we're helping you. Okay, 12 ringgit odd is not bad. And uh, apparently, the menu has got this limited uh, edition. Wow, limited edition, huh? Okay, there's this promo going on with T Live. You can actually bundle your purchases with T Live as well. Obviously, uh, it's for a limited time only, so go check it out. If you want more information, we'll leave it in the links below. But right now, ladies and gentlemen, we would like to invite. Oh, not not invite because he's already here. Hello. For the first time <laughs> on the show, we have I don't know why or how he got this nickname, but I always call him this nickname. But he introduces himself as another person. But ladies and gentlemen, let's give a big warm welcome to Fish. Hello, Matthew Stewart here. How you doing, Jim? Matthew Stewart, ah. Uh. Matthew Stewart, eh. Okay, uh, for those of you listening, if you cannot see, I mean, you can go to our YouTube channel and have a look. We have an Ang Mo right in front of us. Oh my God, where? <laughs> I'm trying to look also. Yeah, but the thing is, I don't co- I don't consider him as an Ang Mo. You know, every time I talk to him, he talks to me in Singlish. All right, and okay. for me, it's like I don't feel like he's an Ang Mo. The problem is it, nah? Huh? Just now he got he didn't speak in English also. Oh, wait, 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 because you know, new person, ma. Proper. No, once he gets more com- uh, what comfortable with Must you. Must be prim and proper when I'm <laughs> speaking. <then>. Yes, <laughs> but fish. For those of you who don't know, please introduce yourself and tell us what do you do. Uh, I'm. Fish. Well, everybody calls me Fish. I was an actor on Wabanana in Singapore for quite some time, and I'm a mainly an esports commentator. Oh, esports. Yeah, Shufei is an esports gamer. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't play competitively, so. Yeah, well, she can beat me in Dota, la. I mean, that's not too hard, Jin. Come on. Oh. I think a lot, a lot of people can beat you in Dota, Jin. Hey, shut up, okay? <laughs> but how did you get the name Fish, though? Uh, well, my, my gamer tag was actually Maxi for the longest time. You and yeah, Maxi. it's just, a, it's so just, is your Instagram. Yeah. It's just, uh, yeah, it's a nice plug. Thank <laughs> you. Um, <laughs> but that was a nickname that was given to me by my, by my uncle. Maxi. Oh, okay. Um, but when I was making my first ever online name, I had to come up with something. I had no idea what to put. And this was before my uncle gave me that name. So mm-hmm. my friend told me, put something that you really enjoyed doing. Uh, and something I really enjoyed doing was fishing with my grandpa. Oh, <laughs> oh I, thought he so. was, I thought he enjoyed 
doing fish. Oh no, doing <laughs> fish. <laughs> I enjoy I enjoy fish. I just enjoy eating fish. I know you said this is not a PG thirteen podcast, but I want a bit too much. Right? <laughs> um, but but yeah, so I really enjoyed fishing with my grandpa. So I put fish, uh-huh. and that was taken for obvious reasons. So okay. my friend said. Uh, Put something else so i put bigger fish because i wanted to be bigger than the other <laughs> fish uh but me being the dyslexic idiot that i'm at that i am i put biger fish with one g <laughs> so so when i joined like the youtube industry nobody everybody refused to call me biger fish they're like your fish it's sticking that's it it's we're just, not calling you anything else anymore it's just oh. fish get rid of the biger you see at least you got an at least you got a cool nickname you know biger fish sounds cool rather than Ginny boy yeah like, because like you're a man now, but you're still is he though? Ginny boy. No, yeah, actually, is did, he did, 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 did He looks know? like a man, but he doesn't behave. Hey, like hey, a man. hey, Diab, Diab Do you know how I got my nickname? I got my nickname because of radio. And they, they gave me the nickname Ginny Boy just because they want to make fun of me because my name is Jin, right? They'd be like, oh my God, you're the baby of the, ch- uh, of the station, Ginny Boy. And I'd be like, oh man, that sounds so gay. Can you stop calling me that? And then they called me even more. And then when, when Twitter came into, you know, when Twitter was was uh, was uh, popular, everybody had to have a Twitter handle. So everybody got their handle because, you know, they had cool nicknames. But as for me, Jin was taken. Jin Lim was taken. Ginny Boy wasn't taken. And I was like, damn it. Obviously, Ginny Boy wasn't taken because nobody wants it. So that's how I got stuck with it. I've actually tried to take the Twitter handle fish from somebody. Then? It's like some construction worker in, in the States. <laughs> and the funny thing is he always either tweets about his job or he tweets about people trying to buy his Twitter handle from him. Oh. And then he, he screenshotted my message to him and put it, see another person trying to buy my Twitter handle from me. Look at these idiots in there. How, something, something. How much did you, how much did you offer him? I didn't offer him anything. I was just like, hey, I'm really interested in buying your Twitter handle because it means a lot to me because that's my name in my industry. And then he just screenshotted that, never replied and put it on his Twitter. It's like, <laughs> look at this idiot trying to buy my handle once again. Well, how many followers does he have though? Not many, like two, three thousand or something. Okay. But he, he, like, he's been offered like five grand and stuff wow. from people before. You know, you, know, buy the handle. you know what you should do? You should create an account, bigger fish, and then send it back to him. It's like, haha, I'm bigger now. <laughs> 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 yeah, so currently, uh, Fish, actually, just the background of Fish, I've known Fish for about six years. So we started in the whole YouTube industry together. Uh, you know, he was with Wah Banana, and then we went over to Singapore, we did some collaborations, and then obviously we've been on his channel as well. Uh, I would say that, you know, both of us have gone through a fair share of how the whole YouTube saga in, oh, yeah. in Malaysia and Singapore. From the very beginning. Yeah, from the very beginning. And after that, he, you know, had an advance in his career. Went over <laughs> to Australia to start e-casting for Riot, was it? Yeah, left all you plebs behind. Yeah, so I know. Go live the high life in Australia. <laughs> I bet you guys don't know what plebs are. What's plebs? <laughs> Only we know. You peasants. What's plebs? <laughs> uh, basically it's a peasant. A, oh, okay, cool. Never mind. It's all right, you muggles. Um, and then after that, he moved over to Shanghai. And uh, he's been... How long have you been in Shanghai again? Oh, I've been in Shanghai for about... A year and a half now. So I went, I went to Australia for two years. I worked for Riot Games for two years. Mm-hmm. Moved to Shanghai, worked for Riot Games for another six months. Mm-hmm. And then I quit working at Riot Games and now I work for FunPlus. And I've been there for about almost a year now. Almost a year at FunPlus. And here's the question that comes after that. You know, as an Ang Mo, all right, if you guys don't believe he's an Ang Mo, okay, you can basically come on our YouTube channel and look at his face. He's as bright as he can be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Sorry, disclaimer. When it comes to Angmo jokes, okay, we all can do it with fish, okay? Not with any other Angmos, all right? Because we, we, we close like that. Why not? All white people are the same. Like. <laughs> 
Now, what is it like having like you know someone like yourself live in Shanghai? That's the big question. Man, it's it's interesting because I can speak Mandarin, so living there is not difficult. Shanghai is actually the most convenient place I've ever lived in my life. Like, mm-hmm. if you want something, it will be at your doorstep within 24 hours. I literally mean yes. mean yeah. I mean yeah. anything. Yeah, you can order a car online, and they will drive oh the car、God. to your doorstep within 24 hours. You, what? You can、That's、order、crazy. a car online. Yes, you can order a car. I mean, as in you buy a car. Yes, you can buy a car online. Do you get your loans online, or you can get, you can get anything online? Oh my god! Yeah, can you imagine? Like, if you want to eat supper, right? Yep. Oh my god, it's so convenient. The Wi Fi is really convenient. Yeah, yeah it's so convenient. If Fish was just telling me about, you know, Haiti Lao just opened in Malaysia, right? Yeah, yeah. So,、uh, obviously, now in Siam Reap Pyramid, you have to line up. It, I, I hear this.、Crazy. Okay, you gotta wake up at eight a.m. Go at nine. I think the counter opens at ten a.m. You need to line up at ten a.m. to get your number for lunch, and、yeah. you, then the counter opens at about one or two p.m. for you to line up to get your number for dinner. Yeah, and <laughs> and here you have fish telling me that oh you know what you can actually use an app and you can order Haiti Lao.、Yeah. They'll come to your house, set it up. Yeah, yeah. Does the yeah. guy do the dancing thing in your house as well? No, he actually no. <laughs> they don't do the dancing. They call Haiti Lao, but he, he'll come. They will come to your house. They'll bring like a plastic placemat basically to cover your entire dining table. They'll set everything up. They'll set the hot pot up. They'll put the right temperature. Like an, like an actual hot pot. Like yeah. yeah, yeah. You don't have to get stove. Bring, they'll, they'll bring, bring the unit. Wow. And then they put all the ingredients in. They cook it for you if you really want. And then he'll leave, and they have like all the condiments that you can get at like Haiti Lao as well. So you can eat、mm-hmm. while you're waiting for your food to be cooked. You know they have lots of refreshments and things like that. And when you're done, you call him. He comes back. He picks it all up. He throws away all the trash for you. Takes it outside of your house, and then he sprays air freshener afterwards. <laughs> wow! <laughs> wow! It's amazing. Yeah, I know. And where are we in Malaysia?、And、well, <laughs> it's the equivalent of what、oh、I think it's like、God. nine ringgit. Extra for the delivery the service. service. Oh, so you, you, you you have to、yeah. pay like a, a, a I think it's like two hundred ringgit deposit, but that's just so you don't steal the bloody hot pot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, the thing. Yeah, hey, two hundred ringgit for a working hot pot is、yeah. cheap. That's what me and my girlfriend are talking about. Hey, we just think, ah,、oh, it's the, okay. The, <laughs> <laughs> but that's crazy. Only nine extra nine ringgit. Yeah, that's it. Because honestly, to, the cost for you to like drive to wherever and then you have to park and everything and. It's gonna probably cost up to about nine bucks as well. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. You know, in in China, right? They they have all these app services, and sometimes there's even a guarantee. Yes. Or, right. Yes. You can buy insurance on your WiMi, which is like your delivery yeah, service. Delivery. So you can pay. I think it's like three ringgit. Three ringgit for insurance, and if they don't deliver your food by the time they say to deliver your food, for the first fifteen minutes they give you half back. And then for the next like fifteen minutes onwards, they refund their full delivery, and they pay, and they still deliver your food to you. Whoa! Wow. And you can sign up for. So we signed up for a premium subscription, which is you pay like a flat fee for either one month, three months, or twelve months,、mm-hmm. and then you get discount codes every month. They give you free stuff every other month, and then you also get the free insurance as well. Oh, okay. So if the delivery ever not comes on time, I get my. My order refunded. Oh wow. wow! Which has actually happened twice. Well, it's just like amazing. Like, like fully refunded. Yeah, fully refunded. Crazy. Here you go, take it back. Well, it's kind of like it's kind of like Damakan as well. I mean, like if you don't get your meal in time, they give you a free meal, and they give like not not a. I mean, they give you credits for your credit, next, next meal. meal. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah technically, yeah. you get a free meal, lah. Yeah, it's like yeah, a lot of like they they do do that here as well. Like you know, pizza. You know, when yeah, pizza. Comes late, they give you a voucher.、Mm-hmm. That's, that's about that? it, right? Right. I mean, other than Domino's and Damakan, are they with? Are there any other apps that gives you like free meals if you actually、mm. get? No, actually, no. Domino's Pizza. Do they give you a free pizza? Uh, uh they, they don't, right? Voucher, they give you a coupon, coupon for something. A discount、yeah. voucher, right? Probably yeah, yeah, a discount. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. But this is like directly refunded、yeah. from your、this、current meal. 
cashback oh, current deal. China is so convenient. I know it's convenient and so advanced, but you know, like when you pay the insurance and stuff like that, do have you ever experienced any deliveries coming late? Yeah, yeah, twice. Like only twice, so right? I've gotten a refund twice. Yeah, so which how, has how, made up for the amount of insurance that I've paid. Yeah. Oh wow! If it's if it's only like three bucks per insurance. Yeah. If you one time you gonna refund it already, that's that's three bucks well spent when you only spend <laughs> three bucks for like a meal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and also um, yesterday I was having this conversation with Fish. Now I'm pretty sure you guys don't know, but Fish is actually very fluent in Mandarin, which kind of puts me into shame. What could go on? Yeah, he could speak very. What Hey, people got the Shanghai Chow, okay? Don't play play. <laughs> no, like he's he, he already. Wait, you can speak Mandarin. Oh, you know? Ah? Yeah. Oh, this okay. So we can continue the podcast by ourselves. I control your microphones. Okay? Yeah, but that that brings another thing that I've always asked Fish. I When I first met Fish, when I realized he could speak Mandarin so fluently, the first thing is like, hey, do you ever get cheated when you want to buy things? Yes, <laughs> all the time, all the time. Uh, there was there was literally the other day where we went. So there's a lot of like fake markets in in Shanghai. Where uh-huh. you buy, like, mm-hmm. and they grade their products in terms of their expensive, uh, in terms of how good the quality of the A-A fake A-A goods quality. are. Yeah. yeah, there's yeah, yeah. S quality, A plus, A A A. Yeah, what? It's, it's 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 insane, and it just basically ranges from it was made in the same factory, it was the same batch, but it's an over distribution. So you could buy like Easy's in China, which out of they they mark how many were made. So if only 2,000 were made, you can buy the 2,321st Yeezy out of 2,000. And it will literally say that 2,321 out of 2,000. <laughs> but it's just from the same factory. Yeah, because yeah. the factory just kept producing, but then it doesn't let them put the same number as the first 1,000. So it's exactly the same. It's just over the, the limit. Oh. It's, it's the Yeezy that should not have been made. Exactly. That were just made. <laughs> so you, you can buy those there. And it's so common if you go anywhere like that. Or mm. even when I went to buy like my suits in mm. China, I went to the fabric market in Shanghai. And my friend would walk in who is a native, who's native in Shanghai and he'd, mm-hmm. you know, haggle for his stuff and he'd get a, a price and I'd be like, okay, I can expect to get the same price four times more. Wow. It's <laughs> like white skin tax, go. Yeah. Hey. So, okay, when, when, have you ever experienced, right, when you were buying something and then they speak in Chinese because obviously it's like that. So here's a story. Just, just here's a story in London. What happened was that I went, you know, me, uh, Michelle, and my family we were all uh, were in London for a holiday, right? And every time when we want to say something and we want to say something bad, right, we will always speak in Malay because you know we don't want everybody to understand what we were saying, right? Mm-hmm. So there was this one time where I went into the subway uh, in London and then you know just jokingly I yell out loud and say, "Ah, lama aku rasa nak kentut sekarang," and then after that two people just put their heads up, like, ah, pergi lah kentut lah. <laughs> <laughs> who, who are these people? Uh, they were, okay, one was a white person. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then another one, I think he was an Indonesian student as well. Oh my and then they started, they started laughing. They looked at me and then they started laughing. And I was like, oh my God, that was so embarrassing. So have you ever experienced uh, any situation where anyone was kind of bitching about you or like, you know, talking bad about you just because they think that you could not understand, understand Chinese. I've had three different scenarios. Like there's been many different situations, but there's three scenarios that come to mind. One is like, if I'm dating a Chinese lady and she uh-huh. introduced me to her friends and the friends start gossiping about each other. Like things like that. And I'd be like, uh, I'd like nudge my do, you, do, do, do they know? And they're like, nope, they have no idea. Keep it that way. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then... 
the other one is if somebody is bitching about me or complaining or something. I actually had an incident in Singapore mm-hmm. and I got into a taxi and I was a little bit late for the taxi because I left my, my house keys in the house and I had to go back in, get someone to let me back in to get the house keys. And then he was like, wow, and then just, and he called his friend, he was like complaining about white people in Singapore. And so I'm like, oh no, a lot of valid complaints there, but oh no. <laughs> so I, when I got off the cab, I just, thanked him in Chinese and then you just see his face like go completely white. <laughs> uh, the last one is my, my favorite, which is whenever I'm haggling for stuff and I always do it in English first because mm-hmm. if they start talking to other shopkeepers, I can kind of pick on you know yeah, what yeah. they're talking to each other about how low they're willing to go in terms of the price and stuff. And if I still think it's too expensive, I'll just go, okay, yeah, too expensive, too expensive. And then they're like, huh? You're doing it now? Oh, okay, 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 okay. La, 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 la. And they give me the price that I want. I mean, I, <laughs> oh my God. I don't understand. Why is it when you can speak Chinese, you get a better price? It's, I yeah, think they just paise, yeah. Oh, it's, oh. Because yeah. yeah. you know they've been saying like, ah, yeah, they've been saying like, higher you. price. Exactly. Yeah, they've been talking about it in front of you. Like yeah. telling, telling the other shopkeeper how low they're willing to go. Then they'd be like, ah, oh, we can go as low as like 200 RMB, which is what? Two four six eight. It's about two hundred forty ringgit or something. Wow, I'm impressed, man. You're a white guy, good at math. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then they'll go. Oh, we can go as little bit. Why go and a little by quite? Oh, eh? So then, then I'll be like, ah, it's too expensive. Then tell them I can speak Chinese. They're like, oh, he just heard everything we just said. Let's oh. just give it to the price that we yeah. said. Before. Yeah. Oh my god! And then sometimes it's like, oh, you can really speak Chinese, and they'll have a conversation like where I'm from, how I learned Mandarin, and stuff like that. And I tell them like, oh, that's really cool. Thanks for the story. I'll give you a discount. And give oh, you the price actually, okay. I'm, I'm curious about where you learned Mandarin. Yeah, how did you? Did, is it like when you were in Singapore? Yeah, I, so I learned Mandarin when I was studying in school. So I went to local mm-hmm. school ever since I was in kindergarten, all the way to like polytechnic. So from six years old to um, fourteen, I was studying Mandarin. And but when I was one to six, I was living in Malaysia. I was living in Johor. So when I was six years old, I could speak fluent Bahasa, wow, which is completely wow. gone now. <laughs> because when we came to Singapore, you, you got to choose. You got to yeah. choose which language you could take. And my mom looked at the thing. And was like, we can either let him continue learning Bahasa, or we can just submit to the Chinese overlords. So we're going to take over the world eventually. <laughs> <laughs> And it kind of like helped because you know, you know now you're st- how long you you've been in Shanghai for almost two years now. Yeah, yeah, and what I'm pretty sure you still turn heads when you speak Chinese. People are like whoa. This is crazy, but does it work with the ladies though? You know when you know how it is, right? When um, when uh, like for us, us, us Asian people, when we hear a white person speaking Mandarin or Bahasa, we're like, whoa! Like you know, Chris Hemsworth. There's a video going around. It's an old video because of the whole End Game thing, which is like you know blowing up. There's this video of Chris Hemsworth talking Bahasa Indonesia, and it's like boom, exploding right now because people are just like, oh my god, you can speak Bahasa Indonesia. It's like whoa! So like you know, does it work? like really, really well, especially with, is it a good icebreaker with the ladies? <laughs> I wouldn't say it's a great icebreaker because if I, I, I explain this really well when it comes to like ordering chicken rice. Mm-hmm. If I go to like a chicken rice store and the auntie or the uncle speaks very fluent Mandarin, but mm-hmm. not so great English. If I start speaking in Mandarin first, mm-hmm then the ordering process takes 10 times longer because the entire conversation doesn't become about ordering chicken rice. It becomes like, you can speak Mandarin. <laughs> speak some more. Tell me about your day. What, did, what else did you want to talk about? No, no, we could talk about chicken rice later. Let's first talk about your favorite color. It's like a rare species. Yeah, they're it, 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 like, I cannot believe my ears. I need to basically, you know, make sure that this is real and it's not fake. But if they, if they start, if they start, 
like if I start speaking them in English, uh, uncle, I want uh, chicken rice with extra extra chicken. And if the uncle is like asking like his younger daughter or like his wife, and he, hey, he's, I'm and they're like, oh, oh, okay, okay. And then he'll do it. He'll turn back around like, hey. <laughs> but by that time, the, the, he's already making the food. So when we start with the conversation, by the time we're done, it's the natural time done. that food should be done. Oh. So, so it, 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 it gets one of two reactions, especially in Shanghai. One is the like, you can speak Mandarin? What the heck? <laughs> and then the whole conversation becomes like, where'd you learn Mandarin from? Like, how come you can speak Mandarin? Or the other one, which is they just don't believe me. So if I'm sitting next to a friend who is, who is or looks Chinese, they'll listen to me and then I'll turn to my friend. Okay. <laughs> and they'll reply to him and then my friend will look at me like, uh, can you reply? And I'll reply and they'll listen to me again. And they're like, okay. And I continue talking to my friend as if I wasn't there. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah, because it's, it's, not, it's, not, it's not very, I don't know, lah, but I, I think in Hong Kong it's a little bit more common. You know, Hong Kong, they have this, there's this white, to be honest, he kind of looks like you. I'm not trying to say that you all look the same, but there's this one guy in Hong Kong who acts in TVB who's white. He always acts as he's the- mix. He's mixed. He's the, the mixed one, right? He's quite no, old he, no, he's right pure, uh, he's, oh, uh, he's quite old already, but he yeah. always acts as a police officer. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so- But I, his Cantonese I, is not like that great either. It's not that great lah, because it, it's always like, hong, 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 hong. he always has that intonation. <laughs> a bit of an accent, yeah. Yeah, a bit of an accent. And in Singapore, uh, Singapore, in Hong Kong, I was recently just in Hong Kong, um, a lot of the white people that can speak Cantonese and it's very, very common. I think now in Shanghai also, if I'm not mistaken, because yeah, there's a lot of expats lot. in Shanghai now. Especially yeah. where, where I live in Shanghai, it's very close to the French concession, which is where a lot of the expat people live because it's right next to the CBD where all the you know foreign companies are. Mm -hmm. uh, so a lot of people can speak Mandarin. The difference that I found is a lot of people can speak better Mandarin mm -hmm. than I can in mm -hmm. terms of their vocabulary, their understanding of sentence structure. It's a lot better than mine. But the difficulty a lot of foreigners face is the actual pronunciation of words. Mm. And I think mm. that's the main difference of why people get so shocked when they <laughs> speak to me mm -hmm. because I learned it from such a young age growing so, up. And your pronunciation and is spot on. My yeah. pronunciation is a lot better, but my vocabulary is so bad. <laughs> I stopped learning Mandarin when I was 14. So right. I, there's a lot of things Same. I don't know. I kind of oh. regret I didn't continue to well, learn Mandarin actually. Well, I, yeah. I know they, they, they say that, okay, so uh, like, uh, they say that send your kids to Chinese school so that they understand Chinese, you know, but um, I don't know, as long as you can speak, it's good enough already. Can you read Chinese? I can read a bit. What? But it's, oh, it's he lives in China. He what, what you said is completely correct. Like I can understand so much more than I can actually, actually speak. Yeah. Yeah. So it helps me out a lot, especially living in Shanghai, because a lot of people can speak pretty decent English. So there are times where people have conversations with me where they're speaking in Mandarin and I'm replying in English. What? Because I, I've been on a set before where the producer spoke fluent Mandarin and understood fluent English. Mm -hmm. So he understood everything I said, mm -hmm. but he just was too shy to speak in English because he was afraid that he would get his words wrong. Oh. So he would speak to me in Mandarin and I would speak to him in English. And okay. it worked perfectly. I see. It's, this, it's like all those shows, right? You know, like like those Hong Kong shows, right? One fellow will be talking to one fellow in Cantonese and she's replying in Mandarin. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. it would just mess me up. You'd be like, what the hell are these guys doing? Yeah, right, I also. There was even a scenario where I was at a, a bar in Shanghai with, with an old producer of mine uh -huh. and his friend came down. His friend is from Spain, doesn't speak any English, but we all spoke Mandarin. What? So you had three white people in a bar and the common language was <laughs> Chinese. Mandarin. So we're all speaking Mandarin. Because that's the only way we could speak to each I'm other. You, China is taking over the world. I'm not going to lie. China yeah. is taking over hey, the but, world. But back to your question, right? I think if it's me, I'll be very impressed. Oh. Really? Yeah. For, if for like, an Amor guy, if an Amor, speak Mandarin. Really? Yeah. So they're kind of like, 
kind of like it makes you more like want to ask oh how do you speak Mandarin how do you uh, know because I feel like I can relate to it more and because when I speak right sometimes I mix my, my English and Mandarin right so it's nice if he can understand so oh. it's easier to communicate, communicate. Also. oh wow wait yeah. your, current, your, your current girlfriend is Chinese mm-hmm. right does she speak Mandarin yeah she hey, do you speak fluent Mandarin do you speak Mandarin with her no <laughs> at all <laughs> Did, okay when, once in a while when she first okay when she first met you and she found out you could speak Mandarin was she like whoa what the heck she was like oh you could speak Mandarin what'd you learn in Singapore ah oh, so you speak to all your other girlfriends in Mandarin is it <laughs> finish conversation <laughs> over <laughs> Oh my gosh! See, a girl, a, like, wow, she's like, okay, wait, going back to that, wait, why, why, why did she, why did she say it like that? Was she like very, very defensive with all of your ex girlfriends and stuff oh, like no, that? It's just a joke. Yeah. It's just a joke. Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. She was just being, being funny, but but no, she she prefers to to speak English, mm-hmm. and so we speak English mostly. Uh, the only time we really speak Mandarin is when we're with family, mm-hmm. and we don't want to. Uh, we want to talk about something private, but we don't want to leave the room or something. We just communicate in Mandarin. The only time we can do that is when my sister's not in the room because she can understand Mandarin quite fluently. Oh, uh, so so yeah. I love it. I love it that people like us understand more. We can speak more than one language, so that when we go to a foreign country, we can talk about can other choose. people. Can we choose. can choose. <laughs> All right, let's switch to channel one, Malay. <laughs> hey, wait. Okay, you don't know Mandarin, right? But can you understand? Uh, okay, so I used to date a girl who spoke Mandarin with her friends because she was bitching about Mila, right? So at, uh, at one point, I could not understand. But when, you know, when you date someone long enough, you kind of understood. Mm. So for me, it's like, I didn't want to say that I understood what they were saying, but for me, it was just, all right, you know, at uh, one point at time, I was like, okay, I kind of get the Indonesians right. Because Cantonese and Mandarin, they're not to say that far. I understand, I can speak Cantonese, uh, not much. But sometimes their pronunciations are more or less the same. So after a while, I kind of got the hang of it. And one day I was like, you guys are talking about me, right? I kind of understand, you know? And they were like, <gasps> yeah. So I, I feel like it, just like Fish being in Shanghai, I mean, like he already understood Mandarin uh, already, but you know, let's say for example, if you were to put me in China for like a year, I have no choice but to kind of try and fit in. So for me, it's the same thing, you know, when I dated a girl for about almost six years already and she spoke Mandarin to her friends, I kind of sort of like understood. Mm. And at the same time, I was listening to Chinese music. La, so yeah, <laughs> that I, helped. I think if you live in China for a year, you... We will yes. probably pick up. If not, Absolutely. it may not be perfect, but it's definitely enough to talk. If not, like, how are you going to live in China if you don't, like, actually understand any Mandarin at all? It's because really my, my Mandarin wasn't very good. I actually stopped learning in uh, 14, which is in Singapore Secondary 2. So two more years of high school education. Mm-hmm. And I took the Chinese language B, which is the lower syllabus. And mm-hmm. all you have to do is pass or fail. That's it. So I ended up taking that. So my Mandarin was never very good. Uh, because both my parents spoke Bahasa in English and I spoke, <laughs> me and my sister spoke Chinese in English. What? So, so we couldn't really practice with anyone except for ourselves. Um, so when I went to Shanghai, my manner was really, really rusty. Mm-hmm. And I would say now I can have fluent conversations again with anyone on the streets yeah. about anything. Wow. So yeah. if I need, they call it the tourist efficiency, which is I can go to anywhere in Shanghai and get to anywhere I need to be efficiently just by communicating with locals. So it does improve your Mandarin a lot. Because oh. you're constantly speaking it every day. You're yeah. just like, hey, every day you're speaking you Mandarin. You pick up on ordering small things. Ordering your food in Mandarin. Yeah, you pick up on small things yeah. that you didn't really know, like ordering your food and stuff like that. So do you know all the Chinese bad words? A bit lah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's the first thing Most, everyone would Mostly learn. involves scolding people's mother. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Any language, whatever it is, the first thing you the want to word. learn is the bad All words. The bad okay, here's uh, something I heard in the news the other day. Um, I'm not sure if you guys are, uh, are aware of this, uh, but Instagram um, is going to be rolling out an update which now hides your number of likes on your profile. Have you, did you guys? Wait, I saw that, but is it real? 
Oh, uh, yes. th- it it's is being trialed in Canada. Yeah. So oh. there was there's this uh, lady named Lisa Dawn. She does a lot of esports uh, talk shows, basically, uh-huh. and she was tweeting about it. Oh, Instagram is now hiding likes in Canada because okay. they're testing it in Canada right Wait, now. So who are they hiding it from? The public. Like, public, public. So public. If you were so to go I on, I to see who likes my picture. I don't is know. That, is Ooh, that how it works? Right? Know. Do mm. I still get to see what what the likes is on my picture, or is it hidden from so, everyone? Okay, so whatever. Okay, whoever likes your picture, uh, I'm pretty sure you're able to go into some insights and whatever not, and see how many likes you get and your engagements and whatever not. But let's say, for example, if you were scrolling on the timeline, you will not be able. To, you see people's pictures, you see their their captions, you'll see their comments, but you never see the number of likes. Okay, then uh, why are you just hiding it? Why don't you, if you're just gonna hide it? Why don't you just remove the, the whole likes, yeah, yeah the whole like concept? No, I I don't know. Okay, but but for me is if you ask me, okay, are you for it or are you against it? I'm for it. Yeah. I think that's really cool. Yeah. I'm for it because you know why? Um, because like sometimes when you see people's likes and and you know you kind of tend to judge and then you know in this industry right when you see someone with like five thousand likes and then like one comment you be like this is a confirmed fake one and then yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. obviously you start to yeah. judge again and then it started this whole like like my like micro market of people buying likes yeah. and stuff like that yeah but I'm not sure whether that is the main reason for them to hide no, likes I think it's really good for the younger generation though because yeah. a lot of kids these days compare their likes, likes. on social mm. media like I have, oh. I have a lot of young cousins who use a lot of those like like for like apps where you like a picture and someone else will like your picture oh like, really they will yeah. sit there all day and just like tap photos so that they get the equivalent of likes on their recent posts my <laughs> friend my friend also showed me they, he uses this app which you can buy likes he's like you get credits on the app and then what? you just buy likes yeah. It's crazy. You you just like it's like Ryan show. Then he just show me, and then he pressed it. He pressed the button, and then uh-huh. like in like five minutes, his phone started blowing up. I'm I like, don't. What I is don't happening? understand. Okay, if for that. Okay, for me is I think it's great because okay, when you mentioned the younger younger generation, right? Because um, well, I can't speak for the younger generation because I'm not actually young anymore. And not to say that I'm very old, but you know when you scroll a picture, like for example, you scroll. Um, okay, you you see an account called Hype Beasts, right? Um, and you look at it, and it's got like five hundred thousand likes on one photo, and you'd be like, "Oh man, these guys are legit." You know what I mean? I'm gonna believe whatever they say, and because they have that amount of validation. But now, when you take away the likes, every photo is just gonna be a photo and a caption, and it's not and it's not gonna influence you based on the, the amount of response of likes. So I think that's what they're going for, which I think is great because most of the time when you don't know someone and then you go to their profile and you see their pictures and you see that, oh, they get like 1 million likes. Oh, okay, cool. I trust this guy. This guy was legit. So I think that's what they're trying to eliminate, which I think is great. Um, but it doesn't eliminate the fact that you could still check how many likes you get per picture. But then like, well, yeah, what's what, what the people, relevancy yeah, of that? People want to still like on your picture. Yeah, I think they will. I mean, like they, 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 because you know, if you like a picture, you like a picture, lah. Like the thing is, when you like a picture, do you take into account or do you keep track of or oh, how many likes does this That's picture true, have? That's true, though. You just scroll and it's like, oh, it's nice, and then you just double yeah, tap. Yeah, because like, like you know, th- when you see when you see this uh, picture having like one thousand likes, you're not gonna say, oh, okay, I'm gonna give it this one thousand and one like. Yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think they're doing it for more of like social responsibility. I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I know. I kind of like it because like you're going back to the roots of Instagram, which is basically just sharing your pictures online with your yeah. friends. Yeah. Because these days, right, I tell you, I cannot tahan when there are some of these people, I, wanna, I, I won't call them influencers, but these, okay, like influencers, 
No, you know what? I won't use the term influencers. <laughs> influenza. Influenza. I won't. I won't even use that term. But you know, individuals lah. But you know, they would just uh, post a picture, and then all of a sudden they'll be going on Insta stories, ranting about how the Instagram algorithm is messing up with them. It's yeah. like, oh my god, I used to get like a thousand five hundred likes, but now I'm only breaking eight hundred. What the I heck, think, Instagram? Same, I think man. that's where the problem is. Like people are taking the likes too seriously. It's like, come on, if yeah. people don't like your your photos. They just don't like it. It's no no big deal. Which is why I think it's really good for the younger generation because yeah. I, I'm, I have nothing, I've got nothing against people like, you know, comparing, following, comparing their profiles and stuff because at, at that age, everybody wants to be popular. Everyone wants to be with the in crowd. That's mm-hmm. normal. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then when you start comparing the metrics such as likes, it becomes a bit toxic to people. Like yeah. I, I've got cousins yeah. who, who post like a really cool picture of themselves. And they're like, yeah, that's really cool. And they're like, I'm going to delete it because it only has three likes. I'm like, what Come on, the yeah. heck? Are you serious? No, dude, that's a really cool picture. You should be proud of it. Just take another one and keep going. And then it, it encourages people to just keep going, going keep, yeah. keep improving instead of basing it on one picture that you just released. If that doesn't yeah. do well, they give up and all hopes lost. And yeah. Just keep moving yeah, forward instead. And you know, because of the whole I want more likes thing, it's actually encouraging people to bait people for more likes. Like for example, I'm pretty sure you have seen uh, certain uh, people posting up pictures like, you know what? Uh, posting it up, might delete later. Felt cute, might delete uh, later. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, I don't kind of understand that, that trend. Um, it's a meme. It's yeah. a meme? Mm. Or to you? It was, it was, <laughs> someone actually did that and it was a bait for more likes and, you know, bait for compliments and stuff. Yeah. And then everybody just took it and ran with it. Everyone's like, oh, I feel cute. Feel cute, my Oh my God, Jin, you don't get it. This okay, shows I, that this you're old. <laughs> old are you, Jin? Hey, I get it, okay? I get it. All right, I didn't know it was a meme. Are you not hippity-hoppity with the young kids these days? Come hey, on, man. Hey, shut up, okay? I'm not that old, okay? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what looking at all of you I know all of your ages dang it I feel old <laughs> but um, I, I don't know social, what do you think of okay so Fish and I have been doing the whole YouTube scene social media scene for almost like 6-7 years right now how, how do you think it's changed you know from then and now ooh uh, right now it's super business money minded focus yep. mm-hmm. it has evolved from a an industry of everyone was just creating content to yep. really business focus which is good and bad but that's just the change like you used to see a ton of different creators just putting a lot of things out there now everyone's trying to put things out there especially trying to tackle you know the business focus side of things oh my God. so it's, it's become a lot more professional but a lot more money focused as well yeah and i i don't know for me is last time it's okay for us to take a picture with a phone and then upload it. Yeah. You don't have to pause. You can take a selfie or you can take a picture of food or you can take a picture with a cu- of a cup oh, yeah. and you can upload it, whatever. But these days, every picture has to have your face in it. Everybody's yeah, yeah. like, I'm going to take a picture, but I must have my face in it. I, I still remember when you were at YouTube Fan Fest mm-hmm. in Singapore with mm-hmm. everyone. Uh, we used to like go out together and have a meal together and take a group picture. Yeah. And then we do, what was it? Filter Wars. Yeah. Where we all pick one filter and then the group chat would be like, this is my filter. And we just go on Instagram, we put that filter on, that's yeah. it. That's and, the only yeah. edit we had. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Instagram would be flooded with like the, the same, same picture, picture with 20 different filters. And, and we took a lot of group pictures, right? Yeah, a ton. But you know, as, you, as the years go by, don't you realize those those, pic- those group pictures has become less and less yeah. and less? It feels like it's become like, it's one of your marketing tools now. It's one of your business platforms. Yeah, it's become so... This, just I I, I want I want to say self-absorbed, but you know people are more like okay conscious. you know what uh, conscious. More conscious that's what I keep saying is like of their feed have you been more yeah. conscious of your feed hundred percent I don't even post my own pictures anymore yeah <laughs> my my girlfriend posts them for me because she manages me now oh wow oh. so I'll log okay. into my Instagram account and be like oh there's a new picture like oh wait it's mine uh, <laughs> <laughs> shouldn't have liked that. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I guess it's good. Like, like people can't see your likes now, so they can't uh-huh, see when they accidentally like, like your own pictures. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, speaking of that, I mean, I think maybe that's one of the reasons why Instagram is actually trying to roll out hiding likes so that it'll kind of discourage people yeah. from being too overly conscious of what yeah. they put out. Because, you know, I, I've known a lot of friends, you know, girls, guys, and whatever. They used to, like, take normal pictures, like, really real pictures, like, go out and really document their lives. But these days, it's more of like, okay, what am I going to wear? Uh, how am I going to post? Where am I going to post? What filter am I going to use? What app am I going to use to, to yeah. edit yeah. this and that and this and that? Like, I was just scrolling through my feed. This is, like, my very second picture I ever posted on Instagram. Mm-hmm. 2011. I just, I spilled my Milo and apparently I took a picture of it. <laughs> Oh, okay. And now? <laughs> zero, zero likes. Look, literally zero no, likes. The thing is, right, I feel like now, if people want to document their lives, they put it on IG story instead. Yeah, mm. yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, you know what? Okay, so back Very when true. we started, when we started YouTube, when people would take pictures with us, they were posted on their feed, right? Yeah. Because there's no Insta stories. Nice story. Right? But <laughs> now it's story. Now it's like, what? I'm only worth an Insta story? Because, um, you know, sometimes when pe- people uh, take pictures of us, they'll post it on their Instagram and they'll tag us, right? Um, so sometimes I go and stalk, lah, right? So there was one particular fan, I'm not going to say who, you know, I'll be like, oh, okay. I remember, and I remember this fan because, you know, she took a picture of me. So she basically tagged me in her Insta story. So I'm like, oh, so sweet. So I decided to kind of like, you know, retweet the Insta story. Then, you know, I went to check out her feed and I was like, oh, wow, she's met other bigger celebrities international and she posted about on her feed so I'm only worth an Insta story, story? <laughs> yeah that's kind of sad really I, I don't know what do you think about that I think people are a bit too precious with their posts mm-hmm. that they think like oh every post like you say like, they are very more self-conscious that like, every post is yes it, it has to be perfect it has to be perfectly edited. and it has to be mind-blowing right yes and, it, and I feel what that does it it cut down the you cut, it's like you're putting a lot of filters on your, your life literally putting a lot of filters on your life mm. and you kind of like chip away at the person that's really behind that account mm. and you don't really get to see as much of their true yeah. self but like stories is where you actually see them doing stupid things or whatever yeah. because you know it's more random it's it's more in the moment now, which what Instagram used to be you know it, it's more in the moment that's why Insta that word there is the instant moment which is yeah. why, which why I think when they started the stories you know Pretty much taking what Snapchat made really popular yeah. and just putting it in Instagram. I thought that was a really, really cool initiative coming up on Instagram. It's kind of differentiated the two, the post yeah. and your stories. Yeah. I've tried to be a little bit less mindful mm-hmm. of the things that I post and the things that I do on Instagram just because I've moved away from the YouTube scene as much. I come back once in a while, you know, hang out with people I used to work with, but I'm mainly focused on my job in Shanghai now. Yeah. So I've, I've just tried to go back into what I used to do. But even when I've tried to do that now, like my, my partner who I said earlier was my manager, she will say like, hey, you can't post this. And I'll be like, why? She's like, oh, you got a job coming up for, on Instagram. You have to like, you know, be a bit more professional with your next few posts. And like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. Oh, damn it. Yeah. I have to be an adult. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, Instagram. Okay, from 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 how it worked back then, you know, right? Instagram has become a job. Yes, I yeah. I, I met a lot of Instagram um, personalities, or for the lack of a better word, uh, influencers who they plan their feed two weeks in advance, and they have an app to basically plan their feed so that they'll know what their feed will look like in the next two weeks. Like, okay, wow. that's my end goal in two weeks, uh, color wise, color tone wise, and then layout wise. And I'm like, wow, you are really, really, you really have a lot of time in your hands. Huh? <laughs> You know what I mean? It, it it has become that. 
Um, I'm not being very one-sided or sexist over here. It's more so for the ladies who like to plan their feet. And you know, like, do you? Okay, I don't plan. You don't plan your feet. I don't plan. I have a lot of I le- I have a lot of friends who kind of plan their feet because they're like, oh, no, I want my feet to look nice, and you know, I want it to be presentable. Okay, here I just here's a question: When you see an Instagram post or you Instagram post of a person that you do not follow, do you check out their feet? Or do you check out like you know their profile as a whole, or you just check out who they are and you follow? Depends. I mean, if it's a really cool photo, I'll go have a look at their profile. And if I see their feed is all color schemed and like done really well, like wow, this person put a lot of time into yeah. their Instagram yeah. account. Mm-hmm. Which is those are the people who are like that's an influencer. Okay, that is somebody who has dedicated their life to using social media to help you know influence people that follow them. Right, I think that is the correct use of influencer, and they do. Yeah. that's why they spend so much time doing it. That is literally their job. It's their job. And I'm just like. Damn, <laughs> I wish I could be that good. <laughs> no, you can't. Fish, you take the worst photos <laughs> ever, man. I tell you. Seriously, I do not think it's Jage. He's wow, like, you, you, that bad, like you stay until like, your feet are really nice. No, my Woo! feet. Oh, <laughs> yikes. Why Why you got something against me? Is it Shufei? Huh? Have you seen? Sh- oh, you should follow Shufei's feet. She did. He didn't follow me. He, he t- she gamer, takes. Oh, gamer. gamer. Okay. You're not gamer. That's why I don't follow you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but you know, you said Instagram has become more business minded, right? I mm. feel like in the streaming community also. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, a lot of people like they stream because they want to earn money, stuff like that. I get, but I, I feel like you, you shouldn't be based on that reason. I get a lot of people who message me like, how do I become a really big streamer? How do I make money? I'm like, uh, you're never going to unless you just go and do it. Yeah. 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 And they're like, no, but I need the correct banners, the correct overlays, I need the correct transitions and this equipment. Like, no, you don't. You need a headset, a microphone, and a and webcam. A, and a, you don't yeah. need a webcam. And a good yeah. personality. Yeah. You, yeah. Just, you just have to enjoy doing it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the problem with society nowadays. I mean, I won't say all, but those people who are actually really, really interested to be in this whole, like, you know, YouTube, Instagram, social media um, business, they always want the easy way out, sadly, mm. right? And uh, here's, here's the thing. This is what I've noticed. It's not wrong, but sometimes it's like, ah, you know what? It's just the wrong way of doing it. Everybody wants to gain the numbers. Everybody wants to be famous. Everybody wants to get... Okay, like for me, is I guess I'm partially to be blamed because you know we we run a youtube channel and we have the following so we kind of show them what we're doing are uh, the opportunities that we get and there are a lot of people who want to be in our position and they think it's easy and to be honest it's not <laughs> and when we started this industry we didn't do it because we wanted to build the numbers we did it because we had no other choice yeah tv was not going to play our videos you know there was only facebook facebook wasn't i feel like it's an it's like an outlet for us to just like yeah, it, it was okay. For me, is I did it because it was an outlet for us to kind of, kind of like represent uh, the the kind of people that were not seen on TV. You know, the fat, the short. You know, the ones that were not very. I'll say uh, physically appealing, you know? Face, face for radio, face for radio. Yeah, like, like for me, it's a face for radio. So I did that so that, you know, every one of us could, could get a chance. You different lah. You got quite handsome face, huh, Fish? Oh, thank you. Oh, okay. Now, <laughs> and, and now everybody just wants the numbers because it's cool. The, the question that someone posed to me, because I used to have the same mindset as that. A good friend of mine who is, this guy's way smarter than anyone I've ever met in my life. Mm-hmm. He posed a really good question. Is it wrong for people to want to be famous? Okay, to be honest, uh, I don't think it's wrong. The answer to that is no. Yeah, it's, there's no wrong. Okay, there's, there's, there's you, you remember, you, we have to uh, accept the fact that if you want to get into the entertainment industry, there the fame fame is going to be part of the the prerequisite, a prerequisite of it. You know what I mean? You're going to get that eventually if you do something great and you become 
you do something and a lot of people mm-hmm. see. So it's not wrong for people to want to chase fame. It's just how you do it. Yeah. yeah. And the, the reason why he asked me was exactly that because I used to get lots of questions from people asking like, how, hey, how do I become famous? I was mm-hmm. like, okay, why do you want to become famous? Oh, I just want to be famous. I'd be like, well, that's then the- you, you, that's not the right way. You'll never get it. And he was like, what if they really just want to be famous? Then you're discouraging someone from doing something they really want to do. And I was like, that's pretty true. If their entire goal is to become famous, then they should do something to get there. It's like what you just said, how they become famous is yeah. different. You have to be able to do something to get there. So then the real question would be, what are you going to do to become famous? Yeah, so I feel like fame also is very subjective. You know, you could be famous within your own community or yes. you want to be like worldwide famous. And it's, it's, it's up to the person basically to like kind of dictate how how famous, quote unquote, they want to be, like, in, whether it's in their community or not. And like what you said, I feel chasing fame usually won't lead to you being famous. Chasing passion is, is I feel, is a much more viable way well, for okay. you to gain a gain a following because you know you're just constantly improving what you like to do, what you want to do. That's true. And I think I think people will respect that more. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, like. Yes, it's 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 right that chasing passion, but, yeah, but um, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't. It, it does doesn't not, work. Yeah. It yeah. does not. I, I have a friend who legitimately wanted to become famous, mm-hmm. and that was her entire goal. Like, mm-hmm. I just want to become famous. I want to be an influencer, and she reached out to me like a long, long time back, like asking me about it. I put her in touch with a few people. You know, they didn't really want to work for her because her entire goal is to become famous. She is now famous, mm-hmm. and she achieved that just because she wanted to become famous and she realized that the way to get there was to do things she was passionate about. So she did a lot of different things to try and build up her following and build up her network. And eventually some of those things she really enjoyed stuck and she's continuing to do them to this day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that's like a really good example of someone who legitimately wanted to become an influencer yep. and found things that she, she was liked, passionate about. Wow. And, and, found, and found out that people yeah. enjoyed watching it. And found it. that people enjoyed watching what she did and then continued working on it. And there's so many things like ASMR, <laughs> streaming, YouTube videos. She does a lot. Like wow. all of it. And, I've asked her, like, are these things that you thought were popular? Like, yeah, I thought they were really popular. Some of them I really enjoyed doing. Like she mentioned, she really enjoyed streaming. So she does it, even though that's her lowest performing platform. Uh, then there was things like ASMR, which she had no idea what it was. Mm-hmm. Tried it because it was the in thing and popular. Realized she really enjoyed doing it and her fans really enjoyed it. So she kept doing it. Yeah. So, you know, when I was in radio, um, yeah. I will, okay, for the lack of a better word, yes, I was chasing fame. I was chasing the numbers, right? Because the only reason why I wanted to do that, I was under the impression that the more followers or the more numbers you got it'll be easier for you to get jobs outside people would hire you to be an MC and stuff like that but I realized that no that's not that's not that's not really the case actually it doesn't mean that you know when you become famous or become big money is going to come flowing in no but it is true to a certain extent it is it is true to a certain extent but the thing is um, like okay so f- when I was working in radio there were a bunch of us so the main focus on radio is always the morning show they would get mm. the billboard yeah. uh, exposure and everything and the rest are just gonna be like you know just we're just like the fillers in between and we don't get jobs you know we don't get noticed as much you know we every time when people come in oh I wanna work with the morning show the morning show you know and the rest of us are just like invincible we do get sometimes some shows you know but you know most of the time it's always one sided so that's why we try to build ourselves we try to do different different things you know we try to, to, to innovate but then back then there was no social media there was no YouTube there was no Facebook videos and stuff like that so what else can we do you know that's where we you know we, we try to go as, to as many events as we can we try to go out and try to sell ourselves mm-hmm. we go outside and we try to get jobs and say hey man um, I'll charge you a hundred bucks but let me host your event for you to get exposure and stuff like that but that made me um, kind of like you know do different different things along the way but the thing is all those did not work but 
came to one point of time I like making videos and for some reason I was getting a lot of views from that and I was it was really really unexpected you know what I mean and all of a sudden people knew who I was and then I was like okay cool I'll do more and it grew and it grew and it grew and it grew but I wasn't making more money so where I'm trying to get with this is it doesn't mean if you're famous you're yeah, a great businessman yeah. yeah 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 and there are people who are way less famous than I am right who does not even probably add up to the numbers of what I have, who are making better business decisions that I am and who mm. is making more money, who is being a better entrepreneur and stuff like that. So for me, is maybe again, falling back to the whole idea of Instagram, hiding likes, it's not about the numbers. Again, yeah. it's about the individual, it's about your effort, it's about, yep. it's about how you get there, it's about what you're willing to do and what you're willing to sacrifice. And that's why I think it's going to change the next generation of content creators because they're not going to care about how many likes they get anymore. Yeah. They're going to care about yeah. putting out good things that they think are really good. Exactly. You know, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be, for me, the ideal would be one day if even YouTube will hide their views and, and stuff so that people will be recognized on the great content yeah. that you put out. You know what I mean? And, and, and not have, it also takes away the ego. Like, can you imagine when you go out, right? And you're like, oh, I've got 200 million views under my belt, that kind of thing. You know, but yeah, now yeah. you don't even know how many views you get there. But when you go out, every compliment that comes to you is going to be more, it's going to, it's going to be more valuable. Compliments that could be, congratulations, getting a 2 million views in a video. It's going to be like, hey, your cinematography there it's was really, really nice. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that'd be cool. Mm, yeah. I think that's actually a pretty good shift, you know? That'd be like the old, old, like old YouTube days when yeah. people used to compare like, wow, that shot was really cool. This was that really yeah. good. Because everyone exactly. was about the same. Yeah. And then now it really becomes more about the quality of the content and what, what you want to put up and the message you want to put across. Because if you can't see likes, what you're looking at is comments. So I'm like the content you put up will generate those comments, and if it's just like a very simple, very surface content, you're probably not gonna generate any talk, or it's not gonna stir anyone's minds or anything. Yeah, that's interesting. Well, that's a that's a very insightful conversation for today. It's so mature, indeed. <laughs> it's such a it's such a mature conversation. And you know what? With that, I shall end the conversation today. Fish, you know what? Thank you very much for joining us on this podcast. It's been such a true honor having a, an Angmo who can speak Chinese to be on the show, lah. Uh, thanks, huh? So, well, what what's the what? Okay, you know what? Parting words. Would you like to say anything to all of our listeners in Chinese? Tingputong. <laughs> Come on, you have to say something in Chinese. I don't know lah. I always, I always like it when he he starts speaking Chinese. You can't, you can't understand. So doesn't matter. I will try to understand. And it's Mandarin, not Chinese. Oh, sorry, Mandarin. Okay, whatever. Okay, ready? In three, two, one, and go. Jinny boy, shake a shabby lighter. What was that? I said that you are an awesome person. Yeah. Really great. So really amazing. Shabby is small. What? Shabby. Shabby. Whatever. <laughs> Fish, any last words to all of our listeners here in English? Uh, this has been fun. It's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Uh, we'd like to thank our sponsors who sponsored the show today. Uh, if you're watching uh, on YouTube right now, you'll be able to see the lovely food that we have. We're going to devour in just a bit. We'd like to thank our sponsors, Da Makan. Uh, they're a food app which allows you to basically go through their menu, check out their uh, list of stuff that we love very, very much. They are working together with T-Live. There's a bundle you can order for a limited time only. If you want to get 12 ringgit off your first purchase, what is the code, Shufei? Be Tasty Mama. Spell it out. B-E-T-A-S-T-Y-M-A-M-A-K. Yes. And you get uh, 12 ringgit off, okay, for all you cheapskate fellas out there. You're welcome. Thank you very much for joining us. Fish, hope to speak to you next time. Have a safe trip back to Shanghai. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, see you soon. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck? Thank you very much for listening. Remember, 
follow us on Instagram is uh, Mom Accessories on Instagram. Subscribe to us on YouTube, listen to us on Spotify, and listen to us on iTunes as well. Thank you so much for listening, guys. We will talk to you next show. <laughs> <laughs>